0: Ladies and gentlemen ah, It's exciting times right now And I am joined now by a singer-songwriter a Entertainer It is Sunjay How are you doing my friend?
1: I'm great thank you Dina. how
0: are you I'm absolutely fantastic and it's great to finally sit you down and actually talk about your music um, I remember you well from the Buddy Holly shows many years ago when you was touring, touring around the theatres doing your Buddy Holly uh, thing and I was very blown away with your performance in that and and then I followed you since and it's great just to see which field you're going in here. you know you're dipping your toe into so much genre and then you've got this album coming out in October uh, which is Absolutely fresh, raw. Uh, it holds up well, and it's it's a follow up. It's Black and Blues revisited out in October, and and it's going great. So, what's the reasons for this then? You know, what was the reason to sit down and do a, a follow up?
1: So, I did Black and Blues mm. in two thousand and fifteen, and as you quite rightly said there, this is the follow up to it. The original Black and Blues was just me with an acoustic guitar. Uh, it was captured live in, in the, the sense that I just sang and played at the same time and we, uh, we recorded it. There was no audience there or anything like that. But um, so I wanted to do a continuation and um, uh, just to show how I've evolved musically, I suppose. Mm. Um, I, I never I thought the band in the early days um, I kind of didn't want to reveal how musically incompetent I felt I was um, to other people and, and that was the reason but now having worked in the in the show with the Buddy Holly um, tour uh, I felt a lot more comfortable working with other musicians and so got a, it's a
0: small band on the album, It's only five of us in, in total um, but I think we, we pulled off a, a really yeah. Yeah, it's a really cool sound. Actually, I I, I, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I've got to admit, I've got I've got to agree with you that with that, it's it's such a fresh album and everybody says oh blues it's the standard stuff you know it's the same old but it's not because right now in this moment in time I think blues has took a different approach and different direction in many ways and you know as long as the music's touching to me that's the blues anyway it touches every emotion possible if you say the blues that's what it is and the thing what I love about this album and your sound is how how different you have gone with you've got your bluegrass in there Americana you've got your rockabilly kind of feel to it and then you you've got the country kind of feel and the blues was there any reason for you to tip, to dip your toes in all those areas
1: it wasn't conscious hmm. um I'm, I'm intrigued with the, the bluegrass reference that's um I'm, I'm wondering where particularly you heard that actually to say the truth um you, you have to fill me in on that one um no no, no specific reason um, it's just a blend of everything that I do. Um, I started off predominantly in the folk world. I've mm-hmm. enjoy, always enjoyed playing blues. That was how I started. Um, my dad taught me to play Buddy Holly songs and Elvis songs, uh, and he he used to do a few fingerpick songs, and it just seemed more interesting to me. Um, so I asked him to teach me. He couldn't showing me how to fingerpick, pick. He struggled to, to show me. I think he'd just sort of learnt how to do it. He was self-taught. So mm. um, I then went in search of, of people to teach me how to, to finger pick the guitar and um, struggled as a five-year-old with that. <laughs> but um, I kind of I found it via Stefan Grossman and his play um, blues guitar, uh, VHS tapes, as it was in those days. Um so that was how I got into blues, and, and I as I say I've always just enjoyed playing it, it feels very natural for me. Um, in the early days, uh, I just, it, took, it took a while for me to find my own voice, and mm. um, again I think, um, definitely on this album, but going back to the last studio record, actually Devil Came Calling, I think I, I really started to find my own voice and be able to say uh, things in my own way and um, most of that was just working with uh, a new producer um, and him saying well just sing it how you want to sing it don't worry about trying to sound like this or trying to sound like that just sing it how you sing it that's, and awesome. that's exactly what I did <laughs> it sounds obvious but it's, it's very true you just have to I think a certain degree of it though is um, you have to be around the people that um you enough to allow you to to be yourself authentically, and when that's captured um, in a recording studio, it it will transcend. It will come through. I'm a firm believer in that.
0: Definitely, definitely, I agree
1: with you there. So uh, again, you
0: you've gone quite deep with that, and how you've kind of felt like you've. Sh- wanted to find your own identity and you know you went back to the folk albums yeah and you sat down they're very stripped down and it's, it's beautiful it touches you in that way but this one you seem to have a voice that's just so different and, it, and that's what took me by surprise with this album I was just I, I was blown away with it I didn't think it sounded like anything else that you've done i'm not going to lie on you that bit i thought this was so different and so fresh and nice and i thought it was different because I'm not really heard this from way back this kind of vibe and it, and it like i was saying it reminded me of so many different genres and you know the guys that you've got in playing with with you you know of these guys that you've had knocking around on the block for a while or have you just gone, gone completely fresh and thought right i know of these guys let's see if they want to do it um, it was. There's a mix to that. Um, I would started working with Josh Clark, uh, who uh, played drums on uh, a single I did during um, the first year of COVID. I, I went down and did a. I did a day with him just because people told me about him as a producer mm. and um, and said how great how he was.
1: So I thought, okay, well, I'll, I'll go and I'll go and do this. I'll go and have a try. And I loved working with him He, he um, Settled my anxieties in the studio um, I had a lot of them I, I never felt before That I actually managed to show people On an album What I could do uh, Particularly when it comes to my voice actually mm-hmm. um, I, I remember you know, Coming off stage so many times After great gigs That I've done And just going Why, you know, why can't I do that on a CD? and if people could hear this gig that I did tonight on an album in a studio context things would be so much better for me um, I think I had a bit of red light syndrome you know the red light would go on in the studio and I'd freeze a little bit and uh, struggle to, to give that authentic performance um, I'd try and nail it down as much as possible so that it was I think that the result of that made it quite flat actually Mm. um whereas this time we just decided to, to cut loose as it was as it was it were and um, and go for it
0: it's great um, it really is Sanjay, i've got to admit it
1: and um so yeah i've worked with josh on that on that single um lee's out for the harmonica lee's played harmonica on a lot of my albums he's um he's going to be touring with me in november for quite a few of the shows Oh, that's that's a new thing and we've, we've done a few gigs together already and I just love um, I love being around him he's such a happy person mm. he breaks into song spontaneously in the middle of town centre it's
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, great it really is so I think it's excitement that you do bring a band out, a band out with you. You know, you're not on your own. You've got the full force behind you. And I think you're one of the yeah. most underrated uh, artists right now. I really do, and I mean that because you know people need to dig deeper into your music. And, and then when they heard this album, I think you are really hitting the nail on the head and showing everybody this is who I am. Like you mentioned, and and I think there's better things to come as well because you've kind of just took took it and it's just gone somewhere to me you know and I, I don't want to give too much away to the people without you know because I can say a lot about the album, but I don't want to give too much away but it's definitely in a stand up album what you can see with a band touring the UK and you're going to leave the show and be like okay yeah I've had a good show there because it's got everything I love the old I love it all it's raw it's it's just beautiful stuff it really is you know and you've got plans to tour late October ish something like that when the album drops in October you know and, and you're going to take the full band out obviously yeah
1: um, no, I, don't think, I think it's just going to be me and Lee. Okay. Um, just because of logistics. I should mention also uh, so Bob Friesma on, on the keys.
0: King King, John uh, Shaw, Taylor. All to try. Yeah,
1: Sari scored. I um, I just did a gig, actually, with Sari. She is lovely girl. She's lovely. Um, and so, I mean, Bob... The the way it came about with Bob, it's almost kind of a story you wouldn't believe. Um, during COVID, I was looking at I had the idea to do Black and Blue's revisited, and and it was kind of like, well, who, who do I really want to play on an album of mine? You know, who would be really who would be really cool? And I thought, well, if I could pick any keyboard player. Or organ player actually, particularly. Um, I wasn't actually sure that he played piano, but um, yeah. Anyway, so I thought, well, Bob Friesman and so I sent him a message on Facebook. I said, Hey Bob, would you like to play on my new album? And he just came back, he said, yeah, I'd love to. And I was like, No way, <laughs> it's not that easy. <laughs> and um, it we went from there. So, uh, and then uh, the, the last person who mentioned on the album uh, is uh, Josh uh, Dewsbury, who is um, uh, he's a bass player that filled in for um, Eve Sellis' regular uh, bass player when she last toured the UK. And I had a great time. I went, I went. I think I did a handful of dates with Eve Sellis and just got on like house on fire with the with the band. And so, yeah, I asked Josh to come along and, um, and that makes up the band that's on
0: the album. Ah, oh, it's great stuff, it really is. And I cannot wait to see you just out there anyway. You always put a show, like I say, from, from seeing you in the theatres and I have caught a couple of your solo shows, you know, what I've seen on social medias, and it's very gripping. You get in there, you know, and you're mingling with some great characters and, and, and it's an exciting time for this album. I think I think this album is ready to be released to the people who are into this kind of music. And I think people will actually give you the credit, what's needed. You know, your name to me is going somewhere, but I generally believe that this album is going to propel you somewhere even more than where you've been already. Got a wealth of experience. It's been great talking to you, Sanjay. Thank you so much for sitting me down. All the information's on your social media pages, so you can go and see it all there, Yeah
1: yes it is and and thank you so much for all the the very nice things that you you just said that so it's um i really appreciate it i really do you've
0: got to give yourself some credit because you've got a great album you really have and i'm not going to say too much about it i'm going to shut my mouth and the listeners the readers can go out and check this right now go and check it out it is ladies and gentlemen i'll say a very versatile artist it is sunjay thank you so much